Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Tim sent me a story. This is a nightmare about a new car buyer. You buy a brand new car and the engine explodes 52 miles after you bought it. Um, <laughs> might leave a bad taste in your mouth, as they say. Roadandtrack.com ran the story, but as did many other people, Lucas Bell wrote this version of it. 2023 Corvette Z06 pops engine after only 52 miles. Owner of Documents Saga on video. And uh, the verb there, to pop the engine, uh, when I was growing up, we had all kinds of weird names for things that might happen when your engine blew, such as you lunched your engine, but we won't get into that right now. But as exciting as the wider bodywork and refined aerodynamics, the new Chevrolet Corvette Z06 are the 5.5 liter flat plane LT6 V8 engine sitting behind the driver is the star of the show. Yeah, the Corvette's got the engine back there now. It's pretty cool. Unfortunately for new Z06 owner Marco Garcia, the motorsport-derived engine in his Corvette Z06 failed after traveling just 52 miles on the initial delivery drive. So he purchased the black over red Corvette Z06 1LZ on December 23rd from Covina Hills Chevrolet in Covina, California. I've been there before. Uh, And uh, he posted a bunch of videos on YouTube about this. The sports car right now is in hot demand. Carries a sticker price of a buck thirteen, as we say, one hundred thirteen thousand dollars. But documentation fees and other dealer charges, double secret probation fees, and so on, drove the price up to a buck eighty-two, a hundred and eighty-two thousand dollars. Now the man's owned two Stingrays at this point, and even arrived to purchase the Z06 in his modified C8. With the purchase process complete, one of the salespeople at the dealer offered to follow the man back to his construction yard with said Stingray. Garcia took him up on the offer and agreed to drop the salesman back at the dealer following the exchange. So after dropping the Stingray at the yard, the salesman jumped into the Z06 for the relatively short trip back to the dealership. Now, Garcia did say in his video that the two enjoyed a few gentle pulls on the ride, but didn't push the car too hard. They often refer to that as a pull when you when you accelerate under force. Um and again, it doesn't mean you're necessarily spinning the tires or, or, or doing some monstrous, you know, uh, burnout. But he did say they enjoyed a few gentle pulls. Uh, that's the kind of thing I wouldn't put on the internet before the warranty claim is resolved. But then again, <laughs> he's not my client. He further noted that he is already quite familiar with the break-in procedure for the C8 platform due to his previous ownership. Shortly after returning the salesman to the dealership, things went horribly wrong. And I'm curious to know what the break-in procedure is. Because I've bought brand new cars before they actually said, you know, until you hit this certain mileage, you need to be very, very careful about how fast you drive it, how high you rev the engine, and so on. And I seem to recall buying a Jeep Wrangler back in the day that actually said that. And they also asked you to do a very early oil change because they wanted to make sure that if there's any stuff that got loosened up inside the engine (laughs) during the break-in period, that that would get taken out with the oil change. So the man noticed a lack of power coming from the engine, and he opted to pull off the highway to investigate. A check engine light and some aggressive rattling noises accompanied the issue. So the question is what order these things came in and how quickly you pull over. But when your dashboard's idiot lights come on, like your downtown Vegas on New Year's Eve, uh, you you want to pull over quickly and shut the engine down. Uh, now, quite often, uh, it ain't going to make much difference. You know, like, so let's suppose that you threw a rod, okay? 
Uh, shutting the engine down ain't gonna ain't gonna happen before that rod goes where it wants to go or that piston. A check engine light was on, some aggressive rattling noises, and there's only 52 miles on the clock, as we say. Uh, after walking into town to charge his phone, he called the dealer. Was told by a dealer that he couldn't tow the car back there that evening. So he worked with OnStar, but they were having trouble because they weren't sure about the proper warranty information being in the system yet. So a man was forced to tow his Z06 back to his construction yard that night. Things didn't get much better, however. OnStar sent a tow truck for the car on the 24th, but that truck wasn't authorized to return the car to the selling dealer, which creates a new issue, apparently, because that requires the man now to spend hours going through the OnStar service for assistance yet again. Once the car actually arrived at the proper dealership, a ton of error codes began popping up in the man's email inbox sent via the OnStar services. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> Your car's got a message for you. <laughs> My engine hurts. Um, the most notable of these issues was listed as an engine and transmission system error, which you'd expect based on the audio that they heard in the video. Uh, the man says he's had it with a situation that he's not interested in continuing his Z06 ownership experience. Once the car is repaired, he's planning to move it on to the next owner. Dead Z06 for sale pretty soon, he said in the follow-up post. I guess I'll probably try and fix it and sell it to someone else. It's a shame. Since the moment the Z06 debuted, General Motors has been adamant that the LT6 V8 is a bomb-proof engine. <laughs> I know some people would like to test that theory out, but... LT6R V8 has been utilized by the Corvette Racing C8R for a few years at this point, with the street motor featuring an almost identical top-end design. That said, large displacement flat-plane V8s are known to be tricky, as is previously highlighted by Ford's Voodoo V8 and its vibration concerns. A GM spokesperson confirmed to Road & Track that the company is aware of this particular incident uh, and is actively looking into the situation. As is common with this kind of failure, GM will likely tear down the motor to figure out what went wrong with a specific example. Hopefully, this was just simply one-off. As of right now, the problematic example appears to be just a small drop in the bucket as owners continue to take their new Z06s home. A variety of things we can talk about here, which we should. Uh, one of which is that uh, I've had people before who have bought a brand new vehicle and had a massive catastrophic failure like this very early on. And they say, oh, well, then I get a new car, right? No, unfortunately, no. Most states say that if you have a defective car that can't be repaired for certain repair attempts or spends too many days in the shop in the first year, then it becomes a lemon. And so this would be one repair attempt. Now, if it takes them more than 30 days to do the repair, it's possible that you could turn that into a lemon. In California, I believe it's 25 days, not 30, but that's not the point here. The point is that in a perfect world, if GM dropped in a brand new engine and said, here's your car, and they did that within, like, say, five or ten days. There's no lemon law claim there, okay? So that's the basic lemon law point I'd like to make. Now, I know a lot of people say, Steve, I'm a car collector. I buy cars, and I collect them, and I keep them, and I cherish them. And somewhere down the road, I want to sell the car. And right now, this car no longer has the correct engine in it if they replace the engine. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming something here. Now, if they took the engine out and rebuilt it and put it back in, it would still be numbers matching in that it's the original engine that came with the car. But I did a video a while back where a neighbor of mine at a place I used to live 
owned a Hemi Cuda. And he was the second owner of said Hemi Cuda. And I said, hey, you know, one of these days I'd like to go for a ride with, with you in that if you could take me for a ride. He said, absolutely. And one day I'm sitting in my house watching TV and all of a sudden I hear this, and it sounded like an outboard motor in my driveway. Now, my house was not underwater at that time, so I knew, oh, that's Richard and his Hemi. <laughs> Come to give me a ride. So I filmed it. And I also talked to him quite a bit about the car because I was fascinated by it. And he said, unfortunately, even though he bought it from the second owner, the first, or excuse me, even though he's the second owner, the first owner had blown the engine up and taken it in under warranty and they simply swapped the engine. And that right there cuts the value of that car tremendously. Now, when the guy bought the car back in 70 or 71, I forgot which year Richard's Hemi was, I think it was a 70. When the guy bought the car back then, he probably wasn't thinking, boy, this thing will be worth a fortune 50 years from now because, you know, if it has a matching uh, engine in it and so on. And uh, it probably didn't occur to the guy, you know. So the car is still very, very cool. But to a collector... The fact that it does not have the factory original engine in it is a problem. But there's several other things here, and one of them is I would be very leery about making any comments about how the car was driven. I've seen warranty denials where, for whatever reason, somebody got a bug up something and decided that they were going to take a harder look at this because this engine shouldn't have failed like that. That couldn't be our fault. Now, this is a high-profile car, which now has had a high-profile failure that's been featured on several large media channels such as RoadandTrack.com and Lato's Law. And so they might just say, let's just chalk this one up to most likely a manufacturing problem and take care of the guy. And they, and they might, they might, but I would have been very careful about saying anything about doing any hard pulls in it uh, before um, you got more than 55 miles on it because... They might look at that and go, gee, that's during the break-in period. You really should be breaking the engine in, not just simply breaking the engine. <laughs> but I'm not saying the guy did anything wrong, by the way. I'm not. I'm simply telling you that as an attorney practicing in this field of law for 31 years, I've seen warranty claims denied for less. And they have the right to deny a claim if they think they can prove misuse or abuse of the product. And so if you give them an out on that, sometimes they'll take it. So that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm a lawyer and I'm paranoid. Okay, <laughs> people pay me to be paranoid for them. So it's a crazy story. But the other thing that the man is pointing out here, Lucas Bell, in his article, is that if it happens one time out of hundreds or thousands of these cars being built, you can chalk that up to, oh, that was a manufacturing defect or an assembly defect. That's something from the factory. It's a one-off. If several of these cars had a similar failure, then you go, oh, it's a design problem. But it sounds like they've got the designs worked out pretty well here. Uh, they've been doing that, uh, that, that torture testing out there on the racetrack. So it's a, it's a pretty cool car. I love the Corvettes, the most recent Corvettes. I've never been a big Corvette guy, and I think they look great. So uh, I hope this guy, I hope it works out for him. I feel bad for him because it happened with such low miles. Uh, it looks like he paid a lot for the car, and he probably waited a long time to get it too. So crazy story, but Tim, thanks for sending it. Roadtrack.com. Lucas Bell wrote it, 2023 Corvette Z06 pops engine after only 52 miles. Owner documents saga on video. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. It is yet to be proven that intelligence has any survival value.